This is the John Oakley Show podcast. Well, here we are, uh, day one back on the job, basically. And uh, it's interesting because there's a lot to talk about, primarily this uh, scandal, SNC-Lavalin, and how the Trudeau administration or the government is handling it or mishandling it, as the case may be. It has its consequences, too, in the numbers, if this is a snapshot of uh, how the public has responded. Daryl Bricker's been all over it as a CEO of Ipsos in a, a poll done exclusively for Global News, and Daryl's joined us on the line to tell us what he's found. Daryl, good to have you back in the Oakley Show. Good afternoon. Well, it's wonderful to be back. I'm by the Thames here in London, England today. All I can think of is it's a great day for talk radio. Well, there you go. All right. And that wasn't Big Ben, by the way. That was uh, Little Bernie. I just uh, gave him a tap. I had to have have the call. I had to have it. (laughs) All right. That being said, uh, but you've got your finger on the pulse as to matters close to home. I guess this poll that you just uh, completed recently, uh, but prior to Gerald Butts announcing his resignation as a principal secretary for the prime minister, uh, but the scandal had already uh, come to light. So um, just so we're clear on this, how many people were surveyed? I know it was an online survey, and uh, what was the time frame? Just over a 1,000. We were in field mostly over the weekend. Right. So just prior to the uh, event of uh, Gerald Butts leaving, but uh, obviously fully taking into account everything that was happening prior to that. And uh, the results are uh, troubling for the government. In what way? Uh, for the first time, well, in the first, in the first, uh, first instance I've seen in a while, we actually have the Conservatives ahead. We have them by, ahead by three uh, nationally, but they're ahead by six in Ontario. And if you're ahead by six in Ontario, you start winning elections. Well, what's interesting is you've got it even broken down to a, a finer point of the 905, do you not? Right. Yeah, and uh, the thing is that, you know, if, uh, given the way the city of Toronto votes, that if... Uh, the Conservatives are ahead by six in the, in the province overall. They're going to be ahead by more than that in the 905. And uh, there's, depending on how you look at the 905, there's between 30 and 40 seats. They basically decide every national election now in Canada. And, you know, I always have to remind people, you know, even in the GTA, just adding up the GTA seats, there's about 70 seats in the GTA. There's only 78 seats in all of Quebec. So this is the place where elections are won and lost, and that the Conservatives are ahead by that far. Ontario provincially, and also in the 905, is a big problem for the Liberals. Again, with Daryl Bricker, CEO of Ipsos, in this poll conducted exclusively for Global News. So uh, because this scandal had already come to light, uh, the Liberal brand and the Prime Minister personally have been impacted numerically, have they not? Have they not? Yeah, we've, uh, we're registering some of the lowest numbers we've seen for Justin Trudeau, down about the level that he was uh, around the time that he took his India trip which was not a good time for the Liberal Party and the Prime Minister. Uh, but what the other thing is that we're seeing now is that the people who have the strongest opinion, so the people who most strongly support him versus the people who most strongly oppose him, the opponents outnumber the, uh, the supporters by about four to one now. So he's become an incredibly divisive figure in Canadian politics. You say in conducting this poll, nearly 49% were aware of this rapidly shifting story involving SNC-Lavalin. 49%. uh, Is that a good barometer of uh, popular sentiment, or is that low? No, I think that's that's showing how much attention people actually are paying to this this situation. And and, and why wouldn't they be? I mean, it's kind of a confusing uh, drama that's happening in Ottawa right now. And it's moved beyond just, you know, what people in various offices do and what ministers do to actual individual people. There's a, there's a personal human drama associated with this now. 
And that's what's attracting people's eyeballs. And what they're seeing so far, they don't like. Well, it's interesting because uh, what they may not like, I broached this before you joined us, you know, with the treatment of Jody Wilson-Raybould by the Prime Minister. I mean, since he stood on principle, this lofty ideal of, you know, being a feminist and uh, all kinds of... uh, in indigenous uh, rehabilitation and restitution and so on and so forth, and yet she personified all that and the shabby treatment. So he has to wear this personally. So it's impacted his popularity numbers as well, uh, but surprisingly, uh, relative to the other leaders, Sheeran Singh, he still comes out on top. Yeah, he does, and the reason for that is because the other two leaders are basically unknown. Uh, so as we move towards the election campaign and they start getting equal treatment in the media and people start considering what the, the potential future is going to look like, they're going to get their chance on the stage. And the question is, how are they going to perform against Justin Trudeau? That That's going to be their challenge. All right, because he, uh, for all intents and purposes, is the liberal brand. I mean, uh, they dwell on his personality, charisma, and so on and so forth. So the bloom is largely off the rose, is what you're saying. Well, I mean, they've made a really conscious effort to disentangle themselves from the Liberal Party of the past. Everything from kicking the Liberal senators out of caucus to the way that they've set up their organization, it's become very much a personal movement behind Justin Trudeau. You don't even have to buy a Liberal Party membership anymore. You can just join the the Trudeau movement, basically. So they've jettisoned all that stuff from the past. So if the thing that makes you strong also makes you weak, and that being the the, the, the profile of the Prime Minister and his personal popularity, if that ever becomes in question, it really shatters the essence of, of who this party has become. So, yeah, that, that's why this is a really hard time for them. Well, you referred to the India trip, which was a debacle by everyone's account. Uh, there was the Aga Khan's island visit over Christmas two years back. And so is it a case of a steady drip, 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 or the, the cumulative effect uh, of maybe somebody who's in over his depth? Well, I think that what you're seeing is that it, it is a bit of a drip, 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 but the, the splashes are bigger than just drips. So it's, it's a situation in which uh, um, there's these uh, kind of defining events that emerge that give people a sense of who the prime minister is. And particularly when they contrast with what they think uh, he, he really is going to be like, if he, if he contrasts against that, say, for example, he's a man of the people and he all of a sudden ends up on the Aga Khan Islands, uh, Aga Khan's Island, that's the kind of thing people pay attention to. Just like you were mentioning before, you know, you're a, a champion for Aboriginal rights and for women, and you want to find yourself in this situation. Daryl, I'm curious about one finding in your poll. 38% of those surveyed believe the Trudeau Liberals deserve re-election, but 62% agreed it was time to give another party a chance at governing. How do we interpret that? Well, if you take a look at Stephen Harper and the Conservative Party, prior to the last election in about exactly the same period of time, this is what their numbers were. All right. Almost identical. So, well, the 38%, when you've got 39% get you a majority government, I wondered if they were still all around the net here and potentially could salvage the day. Uh, no, I, I think when the numbers when the numbers that low, uh, they have no margin for error. And what tends to happen in election campaigns is incumbents tend to come back to the pack a little bit. They can't stand to come back to the pack. Wow. Uh, interesting snapshot. Now, I guess the other question, and it's highly speculative, uh, if this poll had been conducted or you do a follow-up in the aftermath of Gerald Butt's resignation, I mean, does that impact the numbers at all in your, in your uh, estimation? Hey, yeah, potentially it does. And the reason is because the more they're talking about this, the more this issue is in the news, 
the more the machinations of the prime minister's office dominate the headlines, the less good it does for the government. So, yeah, I suspect it did them no good at all uh, and uh, even confused Canadians more. And confused Canadians are not necessarily supportive of incumbent governments. Mm. And so uh, possibly there's a trend line developing here. This is a snapshot over the weekend of uh, having the scandal now come to light, uh, how the Liberals and the other parties are faring, and in particular the leaders of the respective parties as well. Appreciate it as always, Daryl. Thanks so much. Uh, Safe travels over there in the U.K., and uh, hope to talk to you soon enough when you get back. I'm looking forward to it, John. Thank you very much. Daryl Bricker, again, the CEO of Ipsos, and the poll that was conducted exclusively for Global News. Well, this is where, uh, you know... The numbers uh, are a telling tale when he says, you know, Harper, before he was turfed, uh, reflected the same kind of popularity and 62 percent. This is the telling part of that equation. Believe it's time to give somebody else a chance. As I said earlier, though, this is so far away from the election next October that it's an eternity effectively and all kinds of other things can happen. But right now, uh, we continue to enjoy the spectacle <laughs> of a government on the ropes because, well, hubris got them into this position. and uh, Or there might have been some kind of uh, appreciation for the impact of an SNC-Lavalin in terms of the overall benefit to the Canadian economy and to jobs in the province of Quebec. Although they say only about 7% of the jobs in SNC-Lavalin's whole corporate uh, entity are vested in Quebec, but that's their headquarters. And I guess they take symbolically that uh, very much to heart. Well, Quebecers do, and they're politicians. I mean, the Premier Legault and Couillard, the guy before him, uh, came out late last week and started to say, you know, how this is too important to let them be subject to criminal penalties and sanctions that would effectively shutter their operation or damage them irreparably. So we can't allow that to happen if you care at all about Canada. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.